From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, July 20th. 30 years ago, when Moab's leaders faced that economic crossroads, transitioning to tourism, they made a decision to set the property tax rate at zero. This was done partially to provide some relief and partially to incentivize growth. Now, for the first time since 1992, city officials are reconsidering that rate. They say sales tax is not covering important needs like capital projects, the police department, or shoring up a rainy day reserve fund. Increasing property tax is a difficult conversation, and one that was had last night on KZMU's This Week in Moab. Host Christy Williams-Dunton spoke with city officials, including Mayor Emily Niehaus and city manager Jolt Linares. Today on the news, we'll hear a portion of their conversation on increasing Moab's property tax. Christy starts things off. It's hard to imagine a thing less popular for some reason. <laughs> uh, so when someone asks you, you know, I, I hear you speak this about potholes and yes, uh, and we know uh, the force, the police force is a big part of this picture. It's been expressed as one of the needs. We also, as a community, were witness to, is it seven officers that left in a very short period of time uh, for reasons that uh, are, you know, making people quite curious. But nevertheless, you've got now any of those positions filled how are you talking about using the uh, increase? Would it go straight to that? Um, go deeper. Joel, would you mind? So ultimately, that's a question for a council on a year-in and year-out basis. We adopt a budget every year. Those funds that we receive through our revenue streams are allocated in that budget process. So from a staff perspective, it's hard for us to say this is how we'll, this money will be spent because we don't control that whatsoever. It's, that's always a council decision. We can give where we think it should be, but ultimately they get to decide. Um, policing is one area, infrastructure is another, and Randy Day Fund is where we think as a staff we need to focus our attention. Um, we started a capital improvements list when we when I got here three years ago and really organized that, and we project we're about $60 million in the hole on capital improvements. And so currently we operate under the sales tax funding that we receive, and we use that to run the day in and day out operations of the business and we run a very lean city i don't think anyone who looks at our books and our budgets would disagree with that our numbers in our departments are lower than they've been for the five years previous to us all being here we've cut and cut and cut but it ultimately our infrastructure is failing in a lot of areas and we have water breaks and sewer breaks routinely at this point and we're just band-aid after band-aid after band-aid and at some point those projects can't be delayed any longer and we're reaching that point and it's a question of what do you buy with tax dollars right you 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 buy society that's what we pay for with tax money and what society do you want to live in if we don't want to increase revenue streams to better our, the society that we're looking for then we have to replace our dollars that we already have in other places and if we're going to go that route we can but at that point we're doing water sewer public safety and that's what we're going to have to focus in on and start delivering those services. It's what we're legally required to deliver, and it's what we need to survive in the desert. <laughs> so, you know, at some point, though, those projects are going to come home to roost where we have to put the money there, and other projects are just going to have to go altogether in order to make this happen. 
Yes, and typically we wait until it's quite visible. Often, anyway, in Moab's history, take action. But uh, we're talking now about covering services that are impacted by Moab's booming tourism industry, which has, by many accounts, had sort of an acute uh, rise in the last five years. Um, And that doesn't look to be slowing down. So can you talk a little bit about the services that are impacted and absolutely throw me a little so data? It does feel that way, and I agree with that completely. Um, almost three years ago, two and a half years ago, we changed our land use codes, and we no longer allow overnight accommodations. And we've not permitted a new or no overnight accommodation in the city of Moab since February of 2019. So the build-out in the hotels you're seeing today are vested projects that were here at that time. And... We're getting to the end of those. We're getting to where you're not going to see new hotels going up. But you don't see a single hotel that has been permitted since 2019. So I want to be clear. I I get that it feels like we're still getting overrun because we are. But we've tried to rein that in. And I think we've got that kind of here. We just got to wait for it to catch up at this point. But with that, we no longer are collecting impact fees from those investments of those hotels and everything. And that money is that revenue stream is stopping. Everyone says the tourists should pay for it. The tourists should pay for it. They have been. That's what we've been doing. And that's how we've got to this point of 30 years without a property tax. Mm -hmm. But if we're no longer going to permit hotels, which we're going on three years of not doing, and we're no longer going to collect those fees through those routes, that revenue has to come somewhere else to keep operations happening. And so that's why we started looking for other streams. It's why we put forward the RAP tax, which was passed by the citizens um, last November and put towards the recreation arts and parks which is amazing and we're looking forward to start collecting that and getting to use it but we just have to get revenue streams elsewhere if we're not going to go the tourist-based economy route and i want to say the the mayor just stated several businesses and how diversified our economy is in moab for the city we are a rec business as much as anyone else where we're only collecting sales tax we are beholden to that industry because that's where all of our revenue is coming from and so as we try and regulate that industry, as we start doing no more overnight accommodations, we're not permitting hotels, you know, we have to find a different revenue stream and a different way to live and a different way for us to be able to provide those services than we have historically if that's what we're moving away from. And what we're being told is that's what we want to move away from. And so we're trying to provide that. Boy, I tell you, I just feel like I'm in a time warp and I'm sitting around a city council meeting a while ago and hearing people talk about how it's a fork in the road, my my friends. And uh, to the numbers, if Moab City were to levy a property tax rated to generate this top tier, the most aggressive approach at this, it'd be $3.3 million in revenue uh, and the total property tax bill would increase by 20% which is not nothing, uh, would represent, however, about 26% of the total taxes collected by Grand County. So um, let's talk about why, why that's exciting enough and, yeah, enough. What's that? So <laughs> all of this process is governed by the state statutes that are passed by our legislature, and one of the requirements right out the gate is we have to, early in this process, set a ceiling for what we can ask for. And so 3.3 million was that number that was set as that's as high as we can go. That's the most requests we can make with the way we chose to structure our approach. The thing that gets lost or 
people aren't realizing. We, we love to focus on the idea of how this affects residential units because that's what we all have and that's what we're paying. The thing we want to remember is the commercial properties will pay this too. And that can be hard on the businesses who are locally owned and operated. But that also applies to the hotels that are not paying a property tax to the city of Moab. They come in, they pay that initial impact fee for their initial impact, and then they operate for 20, 30 years in the city limits and never pay us for services again other than water and sewer. And I can tell you from our police reports, we have police responding to those, EMS is responding to those, roads are being built to those facilities still, and they're not covering any of those costs. And we don't think that that's right. And the other thing, these property taxes will apply to second homes. And there are second homes in the city boundary that they're not paying any tax to the city. And if they're only coming to Moab one week a year, they're definitely not paying enough sales tax to justify the services they're getting from the city. And so, you know, when we really got looking into this, it became clear to us that the people who were really getting the free ride out of no property tax was second homeowners, first and foremost, and then hotels. And we felt the price that they were getting away with didn't offset what the benefit that the citizens were getting out of the no property tax. And it's important to note because this is the question that we keep um, answering from citizens. Why can't you just tax those groups? Why do you have to tax everyone? And that's, um, that's just the rule. If you implement a property tax, everybody that owns property pays for it. However, we know with our Grand County bill that as a resident, we're, we're charged 55% of the full property tax amount as primary residents, but then um, businesses and second homeowners are actually charged 100% of the property tax levied. So we get a break as primary residents and we're able to collect on the, those in our community that we've been saying need to pay. Mayor Emily Niehaus and City Manager Joel Linares on property tax considerations. They spoke with Christy Williams-Dunton on This Week in Moab last night. There's a lot more to this conversation, and the entire hour-long interview is available to stream at kzmu.org. It will be downloadable on Friday at the KZMU Public Affairs Podcast. We'll, of course, link to this information in our show notes. A public hearing for community input on changing the property tax rate will be held at 6 p.m. Wednesday, August 4th in the Moab City Council Chambers. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, July 20th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.